Welcome to episode 18 of the Connect Her podcast. Today's episode, I get to interview Teresa Brandau-Strengths. Teresa is not only a Connect Her leader here in Melbourne, Australia, with the Boleyn Connector, she is also a career wellness coach, along with a LinkedIn strategist and trainer. Teresa is highly regarded in both of these areas, and I've been able to put her under the pump and get some information about her and her business. So please do sit back and enjoy this interview. Now, I'm going to put my hand up and apologise straight up. My little doggy decided he wanted to be on the interview as well. So there are a couple of times where you are going to hear a dog bark and his name is Reggie. But don't worry, I muted myself out so he didn't interfere too much with you. Enjoy this interview. Connect Her, a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, the founder of Connect Her and host of this podcast. Join me as I share interviews with thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners, whilst also sharing thoughts and tools for the motivated lady boss. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast of Connect Her and of course on YouTube as well. Today I've got a great pleasure in being able to uh, share with you one of our fantastic leaders. I've known Teresa now for quite a few years. Teresa has an amazing business helping people with their career wellness and we're going to hear a lot more about it. So um, hi Teresa, how are you? Hi Leigh, good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I didn't want to give away too much in the introduction because we're going to really deep do a deep dive into your business soon. Um, but I think career wellness, I love that. I love the name of your business. Oh, thank you. Yes. It really, um, it conjures up whole, all sorts of things. Yes, it does. Well, it's a complete package, your career. Yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So before we get started, um, tell me, we are all attached to our phone these days. What's mm-hmm. the last song or podcast that you listened to on your phone? Well, on my phone, I've got playlists on Apple Music. So um, I've got them for my running because I do quite a bit of running, as you know. So my half marathon mix that I listened to and did this morning was High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. So that always uplifts me to start the run well. Oh, you not want a good one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just got it singing in my head now <laughs> when you mention it. So that's really good. And you say that's great that you've got playlists. Yes. Yeah, I have to because it gets too boring otherwise <laughs> when you're running. It would. It would. Now, um, we're going to be talking about your current business. Yes. But uh, one thing that I found at our Connect Her meetings is people have such a diverse background because the meeting that they're present, uh, the business that they're presenting at the meeting isn't necessarily their first business. So tell me, what was your first foray into business? Well, funnily enough, I used to love sewing and used to love um, making mohair teddy bears, which I learned from a friend of mine. And so in between my full-time job I was doing, I decided to um, 
sell them basically, tap them to market, make them, tap them to markets and see how that would go. And um, it was back breaking and <laughs> finger breaking, but it was, it was interesting because I found that the labour I put and love I put into them not necessarily came back to me in money, but it made me feel, made me feel really good. So I learned a lot about business by doing that small business for a little while. So these were teddy bears? Yes, teddy bears. So I made them for family and friends and then everyone said, oh, why don't you sell them? So I did. But um, English, oh, it was English and German. My hair is quite expensive. So it's just getting that money back. And I think people don't realise how much work and craftsmanship mm. goes into them. So, but it was an interesting exercise and um, I still have them and I still do make them in my spare time when I've got time. Yeah. Now that is something I did not know about Teresa <laughs> Brandau's strengths. So, Teresa, tell us more about your current business. What makes your heart sing? Um, and a little bit about uh, your business as well. Sure. So, career wellness was really discovered because um, I decided to start doing resumes and um, packages for people finding jobs that need to find jobs. And so that was really back of probably quite a few years, about 12 or so years ago. And I decided to actually get go to um, back to university and actually study career development because I wanted to make sure I was providing the whole package. Mm-hmm. So I provide resumes, cover letters um, and LinkedIn profiles. Um, I've been on LinkedIn for about seven to eight years now. And that has really helped my business, but also helps people get jobs. It's the full package, really. So what makes me sing is that I love um, when I hear from my clients that they've been successful in an interview and they've, you know, they've got the job that they really wanted to get. And also for businesses, I'm helping more and more women in particular with their LinkedIn profiles and finding business um, through promoting themselves on there and, and telling their stories. And that's what I want to do is help people tell their stories. It's interesting. I was listening to uh, a webinar myself recently and they were saying that so many people go on and they may have initially opened up a LinkedIn profile and then they weren't sure what to do with it and they left it. And it's sort of like a a social media graveyard for some people (laughs) where they've just left their stuff sitting there, which is probably not the best thing to do. So um, what would you say as a tip for somebody that may have put a profile up, left it for five or six years and done nothing with it? Yes, well, LinkedIn really works if you are interactive with LinkedIn. So by, I say, working, actually being interactive, finding new connections or new clients or um, new new people you want to connect with. So if you have a, a... a profile there that is just sitting there that's great people will still find you but probably not in the way that you want them to so I'd recommend either um, actually getting rid of that profile and and all just starting again basically I I help people set up their profiles and sometimes it's linked to another um, email address it's not current anymore so if you have that situation don't try and retrieve it it's very difficult to so I just start afresh it doesn't really matter I think they purge them out of the system anyway um, like we all do and so yeah I would just start afresh and get someone like me to help you you know get your keywords and story onto LinkedIn so and then connections are obviously you know really really important so there's no point telling a story if you don't have any connections yes Teresa, we um, hear a lot in business about having your ideal client, your avatar. Who is your ideal client or your avatar? Who do you work 
primarily the best with? Well, I have a broad range of clients, but the ones I seem to attract, and I think every career coach or business coach attract different people, depending on their background as well. So my ideal client is really probably middle management, um, that they may be at a financial institution or IT company, that they may be wanting to go for an internal promotion, or they've been retrenched as well, um, which is happening a lot, as we know. And they just really don't know how to actually look for other work or, you know, um, put an application together because they've had a job for quite a few years. Um, but I do work from graduates right through to semi-retired people because the principles are the same when applying for jobs. It just mm -hmm. depends in what sector you're looking at. And um, so it's not really any ideal client, but the ones I get from LinkedIn in particular are corporates and people that are very time poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. So. What makes your heart sing? I know you talked about helping people, but is there some specific part of it that really you think that is? Because <laughs> I know with my business, uh, there's lots of things that I've got to do. Mm -hmm. um, doing podcasting and editing and putting it together makes my heart sing. Like I love this part of the job. Yes. But, um, you know, there's other parts that, and this makes my heart sing. There's other parts where I have to do it because I have mm. to do it. What makes your heart sing in your business? I think it's interview coaching um, mm -hmm. because that's when I see the penny drop with a lot of people when they realise, yes, they can have their story written down in documents and profiles, but they actually have to talk about it as well to their um, clients or to their, you know, the interviewer as well. So I do that usually over well, two to three sessions. And... Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> and then then at the end of it, when he, when they're actually a lot more confident, that's what makes my heart sing, definitely. Yes. Fantastic. If anybody um, is wondering, I've got a dog <laughs> that uh, is barking. So I'm going to ask you your next question. Yes. And then I'm going to mute myself so you can't hear my dog bark. Okay, so, that's fine. What is your favourite part of your business? The favourite part of my business is really meeting the clients face-to-face -face. and I think it's, yeah, putting, I do a lot online obviously because people are very time poor, but if I get to meet them eventually and really find out, you know, their true personality, that's what I love about it as well. But also seeing them grow and seeing um, that they actually get on LinkedIn, find customers or find, you know, find jobs and actually listen to what I say and actually put it into practice and then they yeah that I love all that just love seeing progress I suppose yeah seeing progress in uh, in clients and in in any business I think um really does uh make you want to go back each day yes. um and so talking about going back each day uh and this was a conversation that we actually had at one of the connect Who meetings yesterday was uh, how you maintain your motivation to get up mm. each day and do what you love to do. Um, mm. Because, you know, there's times where you think, oh, that alarm clock, it's four degrees outside. I think I might just stay a little bit longer in bed. I know you've got the disciplines of running and doing marathons and things like that. But do you have any specific thing that is going to get you out of bed and keeps you motivated in your business? 
I think that I know that people are relying on me because I've set my business up like that. So by the end of the day, end of a business day, I say, right, these are the things I need to do the next morning. So I need to have those set in place. So then I go, right, okay, I go to the gym, I come back, take the dogs for a walk, and then I have to do this work. So I think it's all in the planning and goal setting. If I didn't do that, then yes, it'd been free fall, basically, and you could just go and do your washing or cooking or whatever, because I do work from home. But I think it's also organising appointments, um, and I tend to do that in the mornings as well. So after gym, I'll go and meet with people. And that tends to get me moving for the day as well. So I think having set times you're going to do things is important, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I find too that if I do all my appointments in the morning, like I go out and do my networking, I meet people in the mornings, get all of that out of the way. I've got a reason. I have to leave the house by X, Y, Z time. I've got all my appointments and then I come back and do my um, task-orientated work in the afternoon. Yes. And that, that keeps me motivated. So um, that, that's a really good tip, actually. And, of course, we're talking about working from home. And uh, I've been out all morning and I raced in to do this on time for us. And um, my little doggie's been nip-nip-nipping and, and barking. So I do apologise for anyone that can, could hear him. Networking to me isn't about working. It's about connecting. I never understood why it wasn't called net connecting. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, founder of Connect Her. Have you been to one of our connectors? We're opening new locations every month. Visit www.connecther.com.au forward slash events to find a location near you. Not one near you? Have you considered becoming a leader? As we embark on our 1000 Connections vision, we are so proud of our leaders. So visit our website to find out more about how you can become a leader or attend one of our fabulous events. Now, um, Teresa, you have become a Connector leader yeah. uh, in Bulleen, in Victoria, in Australia. And... Um, you uh, came to one of the meetings and then you said, I think this is something that I would embrace. Tell me, what do you love about a Connect Her meeting, say opposed to other networking events? Because I know you've been to different ones, so you, you can certainly comment on that. Sure. Yes, well, I have been to lots of networks and actually run some as well. And I think the difference with the Connect Her um, network is that you actually get to nut down into um, business um, challenges and problems with like-minded women there with you as well. So not there's not just someone presenting everything. It's actually you're working together to find solutions um, in a smaller group as well because some networks are quite large. And I think that's when I thought, yes, a penny drop that I needed that as as well as um, bringing it to other women as well. And I think it's much needed for people looking to go into business too and to, to get started, um, particularly young mothers. And I could see the potential in this area in particular to get women along like that, to connect her. So it was really the format of the meeting and, of course, how you ran it as well was very good. Um, and I also saw the look on the other women's faces as though, yes, they were happy as well. And I think that's when you know that it, it's the right thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, we, we are so lucky to have you on board because you, um, 
you ran a beautiful meeting. I went to the first one and, uh, and it just flowed, which was just lovely and so professional, which um, clearly is something that you've, you have to do in your business, be so mm -hmm. professional because you're helping people in their professions um, and that really flows over into the business. So Absolutely. I've got this um, quirky question for you. Oh, great. <laughs> because uh, we, over the years we learn so much and, um, and then we think, oh, if only I had known this <laughs> down the track. If you could whisper in the ear of your day one business self, what would you say to her? I would say to her that um, to plan is is key to a, to any business, and particularly my business. I suppose a lot of businesses it's quite seasonal and it can drop off. So if you're not planning at least three to six months ahead of what business is going to look like, then um, I think you're in trouble. And I did do I didn't do that in the first couple of years of my business, and wondered why didn't one week I had a lot of work, next week I had nothing. So I think planning, and that's where LinkedIn comes in as well, planning on pro, online profiles now will get you work probably in about three months' time. So I wish I knew that when I first started, but um, the internet was only very new, obviously, when I first started as well. So, sure. so planning is key. Yeah. Well, um, if you go back to the episode before this one, um, that is actually all about it, all about oh. planning. So, or pre-planning because we're, you know, six months out of Christmas yes. um, and that is actually something that I learned last year because I had a little um, toe in the water for some direct sales mm -hmm. and uh, didn't think about Christmas and New Year and school holidays and it doesn't matter what business you're in, there definitely is that planning. So I love that, that that's something that you would have whispered into your to your younger self, mm, your definitely. first day self. Hmm. Yes. So, Teresa, what would you class as, say, two or three key tips for anybody in business that you've found yourself? We've talked about planning. That's what you would have told your younger self. Mm. But say somebody listening to the podcast today, what would you um, say to them uh, as, you know, two or three key tips? And I've put you on the spot, I know. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> you know, there's always, uh, I, I mean, I like, for me, one of my tips is um, to, to write everything down. Yes. I think to keep learning and to keep your mind open to learning. So um, look for self-development books. I'm always reading one or two of them. I have them always open because I think if we stop, if we think we know everything and don't keep learning, well, then we're in trouble. And probably some of us do do that. And I have done that in the past, but I think as I get older, I get wiser in that area. So I think, um, yeah, definitely training development. I think also, um, you know, reaching out to others and to help and mentor other women in business, if you get paid for it or not. Um, because they need us, they need our, you know, especially I'm in my late 50s, so they need to know what I've been through and my experience and I think that is a good tip to sort of try and find a mentor if you can and ask them, you know, there's a lot of us out, out there that want to help as well. Um, yeah, it's just, I suppose, with the planning, just have a look back on, you know, what's happened in Australia over the last 10 years and look at the recession times and the election times and, and the key, you know, the Olympics. Um, all of those major events really affect our business. And, yes, planning can help, but also, you know, don't sort of get to the year of the election, which has happened, I know, to a few people going, why haven't we got any business? What's going on? So 
that's another key tip, I think, is to, yeah, have a calendar out of all those major things. And even school holidays, as we know, can really disrupt things as well, and the weather, like it is now. <laughs> yeah. Teresa, thank you for all those amazing tips. And um, I really loved the fact that you talk about planning and and planning things like school holidays, elections, um, public holidays, Easter, all those sort of things. And there's a lot of things in there that you know that they're going to happen, whether they're, you know, every year they're going to happen. Um, yeah. And, you know, we know with women's networking groups that those months that your meeting falls in a school holidays period mm. that we get less people. So, mm, you know, we, we have to plan for that. So thank you so much. Um, we are going to put in the show notes all the information about how to get in touch with you. And um, I want to thank you for coming on to the Connect Her podcast and also the YouTube channel, uh, which you'll be able to see um, me cringing as the dog barks and uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll have show notes with all links to you as well right. don't forget too that you can also go to the connect her website which is connecter.com.au and you'll be able to um, connect there as well so thank you Teresa thanks for the opportunity yeah. it's great awesome. thank you you'd like to connect with us on social media we've got our facebook page which is connect her australia there's also our private group which is connect her collective be sure to be part of that and on instagram connect her au we're now available on our favorite platforms to subscribe to our podcasts including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify breaker overcast pocket casts radio public and anchor fm if you'd like to leave a message in regards to any of our episodes, head over to connecther.com.au forward slash CH radio. Be sure to leave a comment in any of our podcasts. We'd love to share those comments in future podcasts. Don't forget to write a review and rate us. We'd love to hear from you.